Psalm 119, 153 to 160. It says here, Resh, look on my affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget your law. Plead my cause and redeem me. And everybody read this together. Give me life according to your promise. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek your statutes. Great is your mercy, O Lord. Give me life according to your rules. Many are my persecutors and my adversaries, but I do not swerve from your testimonies. I look at the faithless with disgust, because they do not keep your commands. Consider how I love your precepts. Everybody read this out loud. Give me life according to your steadfast love. The sum of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous rules endures forever. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you are a God who speaks. Open our ears that we may hear what you are saying to us today. Jesus, we thank you that you are the word that became flesh and dwelt among us. Reminding us that your words are not just empty promises. That you are able to fulfill what you promised. Holy Spirit, we ask that you give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation that we may know you more. And give us the boldness and the courage to obey you more from this day forward. Lord, bless our time as we study your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may all take your seats. Maganda umaga po sa inyong lahat. Good morning. Welcome to our Sunday morning worship here at Victory Taft. We are here to honor God and make disciples and we would love to help you grow more in your walk with God as we all as a community follow Jesus, fellowship with believers and fish for men. So, para ma-welcome lang po natin, a quick show of hands. Sino po dito first time to join Victory Taft here at SM Manila, Taas ng Kamay? Anybody here for the very first time at all? Okay, welcome, welcome. So glad to see you. So glad to, to meet you. Hope this will now be your last. All right, we hope that you could uh, uh, get to know us and for us also to get to know you. If you have some prayer requests uh, later, we would love to pray for you. In fact, I was reminded uh, this past week, yata, may mga prayer requests tayo for people who are taking their licensure exam uh, I think meron yata accountancy and nursing. Anybody here who knows someone taking the licensure exam this month? Okay, may mga few, alright? So we're praying for you. We're believing God with you. We want to claim God's promise for you. James 1.5, if anyone lacks wisdom, yeah, we can go to God who generously gives it without finding fault, alright? So, so we trust that God will give you uh, wisdom and uh, succeed in your licensure exam. Now, as we continue with our Walk the Talk series, okay, nasa week 5 na po tayo, we're going to talk about remembering God's Word. So, I hope you remember our Walk the Talk challenge, okay? Last week, we gave this out, uh, Bible verses that we encourage you to read, meditate on, and of course, meron tayong challenge. Uh, I'm so happy my daughter is doing the Walk the Talk challenge also. Tapos yung pinili niyang memory verse, yung mahaba-haba. Psalm 23, verse 1 to 6. And uh, kanina, nirehearse niya sa akin, sa, akin this, uh, sa amin this morning on the way here. And uh, uh, it's very, very helpful. Now, of course, uh, mamaya, babalikan ko yan. No? But, but I would like to uh, begin by pointing us of how important it is for us to really remember the word of the Lord. 
uh, it's very important for us, especially during the times when it matters the most. Diba pagka, uh, I think recently, um, may mga emergency preparedness tayong ginagawa. No? Kasi nga, pagka may crisis, sometimes it's easy to forget the most important things. Kaya maganda, medyo nire-rehearse. We have somebody from church who uh, also... Uh, lost their house, okay, nasunugan sila sa Pasay just recently, so we're also praying for, for him uh, and the family also and um, I don't know if you've experienced people left and right, especially nitong pandemic no? nagkakaroon ng emergency, we have to bring to the hospital, yung iba kasi medyo hindi lang mild, hindi lang uh, moderate but even severe cases of uh, COVID or any other sickness so importante yung, ano, yung uh, remembering the right stuff especially in cases of emergency. Now, I don't know if you've experienced seeing someone uh, who are on the verge of losing their life. Um, one time that happened to me in, uh, in Sambuanga, um, somebody was uh, bringing some papers for me to sign, uh, staff natin that time, tapos yung father niya yung nag-drive. And then while I was looking for the for uh, well, looking at the father habang pinipirman ko yung documents nakita ko yung ano yung yung face niya nag nagdo-droop na tapos parang inimitay so uh, i know it was emergency now hindi ko maalala alam ko sa nursing merong fast alam niyo ba yung fast sa nursing okay yung face yung yung arms yung speech tapos T, uh, time to call 911. Uh, hindi ko alam yung, yung partner, pero nakita ko na ako, mukhang nagsustroke talaga to. So, ang ginawa namin, nilipat namin yung father sa, ano, uh, sa passenger side. Mabigat, mas matangkad pa sa akin. And then, I, I drove the car to, to the hospital. No? Ang mali ko lang, yung car kasi nila medyo luma. So, sobrang bagal kahit minamadali ko, emergency. Uh, so, pero buti na lang, umabot sa hospital, naayos naman yan. He lived... Uh, for many years, uh, even after that. So, yung pala, meron na siyang, ano, no? may stroke na siya at that time. So, um, I've, I had no time to try to recall, ano ba yung tinuro sa class namin? What are the steps to do in cases of emergency? Pag cases of emergency, everything was just instinct. No? Instinct. So, of course, how will you help someone who is on the verge of dying? No? What would you do? Of course, Yung iba sa atin, familiar tayo, one of the first things that come to mind, remember, the CPR. Di ba? Alam niyo yung familiar with CPR? Now, I don't know how many of us can actually do that well. Okay, baka hindi pa makatulong. Di ba? Pero sa CPR daw, syempre, you do compressions. Okay, cab, para daw maalala. Okay, compression, and then airways, and then breathing. Okay, yung resuscitation. Okay? Uh, tapos, pagka nasa hospital na, uh, isa sa ginagawa talaga is din- yung defibrillator, di ba? Yung paddles, nilalagyan ng gel, tapos charge, clear, tapos sas- ano doon? Okay, so mga ma- mahilig ma sa drama ng mga hospital scenes. So familiar na familiar tayo dyan. Okay, so mga CPR, tsaka sa defibrillator. But for many of us, we don't really know that. We don't really remember the steps. We don't even know how to... to uh, execute that well. No? Baka hindi pa makatulong. Diba? So, um, so, merong way for us to remember one of the most important things to do in cases of emergency. Everybody know that? 911. Just call 911. 
Okay, napaka-simple, napakadali. Kasi before, nung wala pang 911, ibang number for fire brigade, ibang number for police, ibang number for hospital, and for every location, iba-iba. So, what they did was to facilitate, of course, uh, this is in other countries. No? In some countries pala, hindi 911, 119. Okay, so baliktad. No, so, so baliktad yung 911, 119. What, what they did is that they wanted something easy for people to remember. Okay? So that in cases of emergency, they'll know what to do. And ang dami nang natulungan itong 911 or in some cases, 119. Now, why am I sharing that? Because the Bible says in Psalm 119, in the passages that we read, in cases of emergency, It's important for us to remember God's word. That's why Psalm 119 reminds us of the beauty and the magnificence of God's word. Now, 176 verses. So, ang hindi naman kailang in case of emergency memorize 176 verses. Okay, but but uh, you know 176 verses because for the Hebrew it was written in the Hebrew alphabet and one verse, uh, one letter, one Hebrew alphabet. Eight verses each, so kaya umabot ng 176. And now we are on this part where we have the Hebrew alphabet, uh, Resh. Okay, hindi ko lang alam how to pronounce it in Hebrew. Kasi hindi naman ako Hebrew. Usually, baka pag-branch siya parang Rash. May mga ganyan yung uh, breathing uh, style. But the word Resh actually means beginning. Okay, so pagdating niya dito sa start, where does it all begin? In cases of emergency, what's the first thing that we have to remember? And of course, this psalm was highlighting the beauty, the magnificent, uh, the magnificence, the, the benefits of the word of the Lord. Kaya all throughout Psalm 119, for every Hebrew alphabet, for every verse, every passage, every section, the psalmist is trying to remind us to walk in the word of the Lord. The psalmist is reminding us to store the word of the Lord, to speak the word of the Lord, to choose the word of the Lord. And ito yung topic natin today, to remember the word of the Lord and to pray the word of the Lord. And I hope we don't just do this in case of emergency. Kasi pagdating ng emergency, saka maghahanap, Lord, ano bang verse? What should I... Sana hindi lang yung response mo, ah, may memory verse ako eh. Jesus wept. Okay, sana meron tayong uh, word of the Lord that we can hold on to. Like if you are wondering, uh, is anything possible come out of this, you remember day one of Walk the Talk Challenge, Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Pagka medyo may challenges ka in life, naalala mo yung, ano, isa pa sa memory verse, uh, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Tapos pagka medyo may panic all around you, be still and know that I am God. Di ba? Pagka medyo feeling guilty ka naman, have mercy on me, oh God. Di ba? So, you, you have this, these words from the Word of God that can help you articulate and remember God's promises and what God can do through you. Pagka may pinagdadaka, may hirap, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge Him. Tapos may pinagdadaan ka, nag-aantay ka, naiinip ka, maybe job application or results, you can say, you know, uh, there is a time for everything. Diba? So, 
these words can help us, especially during emergencies. Why? Because the word of the Lord helps someone move from death to life. Itong word of the Lord pala, like what we think pagka emergencies, is like CPR. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo, mukha bang kailangan ng CPR? Okay. Mukha bang kailangan ng compression? <laughs> Tingnan mo, clear ba yung airways? Mukha bang kailangan ng mouth-to-mother? No, just kidding. <laughs> okay. Mukha bang kailangan ng defibrillator? <laughs> Kasi iba, pero kailangan talaga ng shock. Kailangan na talaga, kailangan ma-charge. And of course, sometimes we just take this lightly. But when I meditate on this Psalm 119, I, I'm kind of reminded that this is actually what God wants to do to us. Kaya pala minsan pag nagbabasa ka ng Word of God, nababother yung heart mo. It's just like God is... Kaya pala minsan narando, it's like God wants to breathe in you. Because we read this a while ago in the passage several times. Repeated over and over again. Give me life according to your promise. Yun yung sinabi ng psalmist. The NASB translation is revive me. In Hebrew, haya. In Japanese, <laughs> okay. Revive me, refresh me, quicken me, vivify me. That's the, what the psalmist is saying here. Infuse life in me. And ito, paulit-ulit, sabi niya, give me life according to your promise. Give me life according to your rules. Give me life according to your steadfast love. I don't know if you've had those moments where you felt like you're on the verge of dying and losing life. Hindi ko alam kung ano yung mga pinagdadaanan nating situations lately. But if you are mere mortals like us, <laughs> kahit pastor tayo, minsan, nararamdaman natin yung mga ganong moments sa parang, ah, God. It, it's, it's hard to wake up in the morning and do what you had to do. But when we go to the Word, but when you go to God and allow God to speak to us, it's like God pumping our hearts so that we can keep on going. It's like God breathing afresh on us so we can have a second wind, third wind, fourth wind. You know, it's just like God shocking us at times so that we can come to our senses. Oh, Hannah, I can't go this way. I have to go this way because this is the path that God has laid out for me. So I want to point out today that we are to remember the word of the Lord because it gives life. Remember the word of the Lord because it gives life. Tell your other seatmate, don't forget the word of the Lord. Okay, because... It gives life. Look at what it says here in the first few verses that we read. It says here, Look on my affliction and deliver me. For I do not forget your law. Plead my cause and redeem me. Give me life according to your promise. So the psalmist is probably going through some situations or remembering some situations when he was writing this section. Okay, now, hindi natin alam kung isang psalmist lang yung nagsulat ng buong bagay or sa, sa compilation of different sections, different authors. 
kung collab ba yung Psalm 119. We don't really know. Okay, but in this section, when the psalmist was writing this, he was probably in a difficult situation. He was probably remembering those difficult situations. And he was committing to it in prayer, in, in but praising God instead of panicking, uh, putting his faith in God instead of staying in fear. And uh, one of the things that he did here and expressed is that, God, Tingnan mo naman yung afflictions ko, yung mga pinagdadaanan ko. Deliver me, rescue me. And uh, ito yung isang confidence God, I am not forgetting your law. I want to stay on your law. I want to keep on following your law. And plead my case. In other words, stand in the gap for me. Redeem me, rescue me. And this is what he said, Give me life, revive me according to your promise. Thank God that that's what the psalmist says, that we can ask God to revive us because of His promises, not because of how worthy or unworthy we are. And God is a promise-making and a promise-keeping God. That's why I want to encourage you to remember the word of the Lord, especially when things are difficult. Uh, somebody defined the Bible, B-I-B-L-E, Basic instructions before leaving earth. In other words, anything that we need in life, the Word of God has something to say about it. Uh, if you're struggling with loneliness, punta ka lang sa concordance or go to the internet. What are the Bible verses about loneliness? And then maganda yun yung word na minimeditate natin. Para if you're about to encounter a very challenging situation, ano ba yan? Maybe making a major decision. Maganda. What does the Word of God says about that? Para ma-memorize mo pa lang. Para pagdating na na-encounter mo na yung situation na yon, then you know how to respond. Diba? Remember the Word of the Lord, especially during difficult times. Can you tell your seatmates? Remember. Remember what? Remember me kapag nag-iisa. Okay, hindi yon. Okay, kanta yon. Okay, remember the word of the Lord when things are difficult. Look at the second section. This is what it says. Salvation is far from the wicked for they do not seek your statutes. Great is your mercy, O Lord. And then here's the other, revive me here. Give me life according to your rules. So he was Thinking about a situation, he's thinking about others, and he's saying, salvation is far from the wicked. The wicked, they do not seek your statutes. They do not seek God's rules, God's laws, God's commands. And then he said, when he looks, looks at God, God is great in mercy, and He can revive me. Now, yung God reviving us, God fulfilling His promise, is according to His rules. Kaya nga sabi niya, God, buti na lang, I'm staying to your rules. So, God, remember me. Give me life. Because I'm staying on your rules. I hope these promises apply to me. Okay, yun yung sinasabi niya. And sabi niya, many are my persecutors. Have you had some persecutors lately? Kung ayaw niya ng persecutors, don't post anything on social media. <laughs> okay, sigurado, magkaka-persecutors tayo. Okay, and my adversaries, have you had some enemies lately? Okay, ito yung prayer ng psalmist. But I do not swerve from your testimonies. In other words, he's staying put, he's staying uh, in the path of God's, not just God's promises, but also God's testimonies. 
He remembers the works of God. He remembers the promises of God that He fulfilled. And He wants to stay there because there are promises yet to come to pass. And He is holding on to God's promises and holding on to God's rules and instructions. For Him, the rules are not things to restrict us, but rules and laws are guardrails to protect us from harm. And sinasabi niya, yung mga wicked, they don't seek God's statues. They're going on the wrong side. They're uh, falling off the cliff. And they said, I'm staying here because I know this is the path to blessing. This is where God can fulfill His promises. Sabi niya, I do not swerve from your testimonies. And this is what He said, Look at the faithless with disgust because they do not keep your commands. People that who don't keep God's commands are faithless. They don't trust God to fulfill what He promised. So kung may word of warning, ah, hindi naman gagawin ni Lord Jesus, they don't stay on the right path. Ah, God will say, I'm gonna bless you if you stay here. So, yung mga faithless daw, they don't have faith that God will fulfill what He promised, so they stray. So itong psalmist, at this portion, he was saying, I'm gonna stay on your path. I'm not like the wicked. I'm not like the faithless. In fact, they're my adversaries. They're my persecutors. They're telling me, it's foolish for me to stay on this path. Pero sabi niya, I'm staying here because I'm trusting you that your words are true. Pagka may warning, there's a danger that's real that I have to avoid. Kapag may promise, there's a blessing that I don't want to miss out. In other words, the psalmist is saying here to remember, to seek, and keep the word of the Lord even when others do not. Isn't that true that when we are going through difficult times, it's so easy to forget the word of the Lord? When we're going through difficult times and those who are not following God are having the time of their lives. Di ba, minsan nakaka, nakakaingit, parang buti pa yung mga masasama, ah, parang manabig, mas nabibless. Gawin ko na lang din kaya yung ginagawa nila. Di ba? Wala namang consequences na nangyari, tingnan mo sila. Di ba? Baka okay lang naman. Di ba? It's so easy to compromise when doing good doesn't look so nice in the natural. But this is what the psalmist is saying. Remember to seek God's statutes. Remember to keep God's word. Remember to keep God's promises. Even when others do not. Even when others persecute you. Even when others go against you. Because they're not really going against you. They're going against the word of the Lord. In a way, meron tayong choice. When we go through difficult situations, when we have enemies and adversaries, who do we really want as an adversary? Who do we really want to go against? People who are faithless, people who are wicked, people who don't trust God, follow God, obey God, or go against God Himself. A God who is good enough to warn us, a God who is good enough to give us a promise that this is the right path that we're supposed to take. I like the remaining part of this psalm because this is what it says here. Consider how I love your precepts. Grabe yung posture ng psalmist. Now, I love your precepts. Now, many people 
don't love rules and regulations. Diba? Yung sinful nature inside of us. Uh, even kids love to disobey. <laughs> they want to stretch the border. They think parents have ano, a warning signal on their head. No, don't do this. Don't touch the socket. And then the more they step, uh, I said no. I told you. Diba? Inaantay nilang mag- maglight yung red light sa head natin. <laughs> and then, they will really stretch you. You know, the sinful nature in us really don't want rules, no? don't want to obey. And of course, if, if Adam and Eve disobeyed God when they haven't even experienced sin and the consequences of sin in, in a garden of Eden where everything was perfect and with God there with them, how much more time now we live in a broken world, we're surrounded with people who are broken and sinful. It's really so easy to compromise. It's really so easy to give up on our faith. It's really easy to give up on the Word of God, especially when you know everybody's doing it. But here's what the psalmist is saying. I love your precepts. Now, I don't know if he was saying this by faith. Hindi niya nagsustruggle siya, pero sabi niya, I love your precepts. Parang confession na lang. I'm declaring it. I may not like my situation now, but I I love my God. I love that He loves me. I love that He wants the best for me. And because He is a loving God, He is giving us rules as, an, as a demonstration of His love for us, of His protection, of His care, of His blessing, of His promises. And this is what He said, Give me life according to your steadfast love. I like that faith confession. He is basically making a statement that God, revive me, give me life according to your steadfast love. Yung love ni Lord that is steady. Yung love ni Lord that is fastened and fixed. And that word steadfast love actually means God's covenant loyalty. Meaning God is faithful in keeping his covenant. Grabe, ang ganda pa ng picture in the way covenants are being made in ancient, uh, you know, Near East during the early times, Old Testament times. What they do when two people enter a covenant, ngayon kasi contract, we enter contracts. There's some terms of the contract, uh, lalo yung mga kinakasal, no? may mga wedding contract, may terms of the contract, you sign the contract, but generally business contracts, but generally contracts are, are seen as like this. I have my terms of the contract, your terms of the contract. If you don't fulfill your term of the contract, I'm free from my obligation. I can even go to court because of your breach of contract. Covenants are not like that. Covenants are promises made before God, before witnesses. And what they do is they cut an animal in half and then those who enter contracts pass in between saying, the declaration is this, may I be cut in half like this animal before I even break the covenant. Ganun ka powerful yung covenant. And of course, when, when God made the covenant with Abraham, what's surprising, it's only the fire of God that passed through. Hindi si Abraham. Hindi inantay ni Lord na, o sige, Abraham, pass ka muna, and then if you pass, then I'll pass. No, this is God basically saying, Abraham, regardless of what you do, I'm going to be faithful to my covenant. That's what we call steadfast love. And when the psalmist was saying, God, I know you will revive me. I know you will give me life because I know you 
have steadfast love. And then, this is what I like, it says here, the sum of your word is truth. I highlighted the word sum because the word sum there, uh, alam natin, total, di ba? But in Hebrew, is actually the word resh, the letter of this section. The first letter of this section, resh. The head, the beginning. This is where it all starts. Okay? Not just because God has a promise, not just because God has great mercy and He will give us life according to His rules, but because from the beginning, God is a covenant-making and a covenant-keeping God. This is why I love His precepts. This is why I love to keep His rules. Because His Word is truth. His Word is reliable. His Word is trustworthy. And every one of His righteous rules, yung commands niya, it's just right. It's just perfect. It's just, uh, there's nothing wrong in it. And not only that, it's righteous forever. It is right then, it is right now, it will be right tomorrow, regardless of what's happening around me, regardless of who's against me. That's why if I just stay here and not forget it and not compromise, I'll keep on seeking this. I'll keep on keeping this because God is true to His Word and that's why we need to remember to love the Word of the Lord because it is the truth. And it endures forever. Difficult situations, just stay there. It will end. People persecute you. People are against you. People do not follow. Just stay there. God will prove to you it's worth following Him. It's worth keeping Him. His words, His commands. Keep loving the Word of the Lord even if others do not. Asabi nila, ah, archaic na yan. You know, that's just for people in the old times. No, God's word is righteous. It's true. Yesterday, today, and forever. Can you tell your seatmates, remember the word of the Lord? Love it. Seek it. Keep it. Don't forget it. Do not swerve from it. It gives us life. Now, we know from history, even with the psalmist, yung psalms kasi was collected uh, post-exilic. In other words, the Israelites have been forgetting God. So God would allow other nations to conquer them. They will be uh, brought to exile, Babylon. And, and uh, of course, after a while, oh, sana no, na-realize nyo niyo, if you forget God, if you want a life apart from God, this is how it's gonna look like. So, finally, God showed them favor through uh, Persia. God conquered Babylon, and then the Israelites were released by favor. They were brought back to the promised land, and they were able to rebuild the walls during the time of Nehemiah, able to rebuild the temple during the time of Zerubbabel, around that time. So, itong psalms, psalms, collections of psalms, was to help them go back to a life of worshiping God, to a life of becoming a people of God. And we know that Time and time again, man would fulfill. Uh, man would fail in keeping their promises before God. To the point that God had to do something in keeping His covenant. 
God Himself became flesh in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know what happened when He came here? He showed us how important it is to remember the Word. Diba? Remember, isa sa mga temptation, when uh, He confronted the devil, the devil said, turn these stones to become bread. Can you imagine after fasting for 40 days, I think every stone would look like bread. Especially in the desert, ha? Wow, freshly baked bread. Siguro gagawin talaga ni Jesus yun. Ako, pag prayer and fasting natin, every person I'm counseling look like chicken and burger. Can you imagine 40 days without food and water? But you know, when the enemy tempted him, turned his stones to become bread, what did Jesus say? Man doesn't live by bread alone. He quoted from Deuteronomy chapter 8. Actually, yun yung reminder for them. Pagka manna would come down from heaven, trust God's word. This is something that you cannot manufacture, but God said, I'm going to give you food for the day. You trust me. You'll have something to eat. And not only that, on the sixth day, gather twice as much because nothing is going to happen on the seventh day. Live by the word of the Lord. And those who did that, they get blessed. Those who did not obey are thinking, ah, mayroon naman yan ulit tomorrow kasi hindi naman nawala nung Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yun, wala silang makain. Yung iba kumuha ng sobra. Yun, na-spoil yung food. So every day, for 40 years, they were being reminded to trust God's word, to remember God's word. And yet, people have a tendency to forget. And because man keeps always forgetting, eto na, to fulfill his covenant, God himself became flesh, dwelt among us. And you know what happened before he died on the cross? He was basically giving them a, a picture of the Passover. Diba Passover? God did miracles to set them free so that they can enter the promised land. Yun yung reminder palagi. Grabe, the miracles of God just to show them that He is faithful in keeping His promises. Ito na in the New Testament, when God was breaking the bread, He was basically telling them, this body is being broken. This bread is actually my body that will be broken for you. Yung bread from heaven, it's actually Jesus who is the bread of life that has come down to give us life to the full. Yung mga bitter herbs and spices and these things that we drink to remind us of our cup of suffering. This is actually my blood that will be shed for you. And when we partake of communion, it's basically a reminder to us that God is faithful even if we're not. That God fulfilled His promises even if we don't fulfill our promises. Now, this is not to say, okay, fulfill naman ni Lord yung promises, okay lang kahit lahat ng promises ko kay Lord, hindi ko na i-fulfill. I hope that's not the attitude, but I hope that the attitude is that when we go to God and say, God, thank you that you're a covenant-keeping God. And God, can you give me the life that I'm supposed to have? A life that truly worships you. A life that truly honors you. A life that will be faithful to you because you are a faithful God. Let's just bow our heads and pray. God, thank you for reminding us of who you are. Thank you that you are a God who cares for us. And Lord, I pray that if there's anyone here, God, on the verge of, maybe not physically, but more spiritually, mentally, emotionally, relationally, God, on the verge of losing life. God, I pray that you will revive us. Revive us today by your Spirit. 
breathe afresh on each and every one of us. Remember us, God, in our afflictions. And God, in our difficult situations, God, we choose to remember your promises. We choose to remember you. Lord, even in the midst of people who are against you, people who don't believe in you, people who are walking away from your words, God, I pray that you would give us the strength so that we can stay put. So that we could seek you and keep your words. Lord, in a day and age, God, where a lot of people hate you and hate your words, God, I pray that we would be a people who would love your words. People who would love you because you are a God who has great mercy. A God who has steadfast love. A God who is faithful in keeping your covenant. Today, God, we remember you. We remember your words, not just in Psalm 119. We remember what you did on the cross. Thank you, God. Kung merong 911 in the natural, Lord, there's a Psalm 119. But more importantly, there's a cross that we can remember. There's the bread and the cup, Lord, that reminds us of who you are and what you've done for us. And today, God, we want to celebrate that. We want to celebrate that today. May we not forget who you are and what you did for us. Thank you, Lord.